Hello, people, and welcome back to the Start Simple podcast with me, Andy. You can probably tell there is a level of excitement in my voice today. Um, welcome back to the Start Simple podcast in what is a very special episode. 100 podcast episodes, mate. Like, do you know what? I always say to you, and if you've listened to this podcast before, you'll tell me, you'll have heard me say, celebrate the wins. Well, I'm doing that for myself here. A hundred podcast episodes. I reckon that's pretty decent going. I read a stat the other day, yeah? 20, well, in fact, I'm just going to find it <laughs> as if I've not already prepared it on my phone. Um, it was on a tab. Where is it? There it is. By the way, as ever with the podcast, we don't edit around here because we're not into perfection, right? If this is the first time listening... Where have you been all my life? Um, But secondly, I don't edit this podcast. It's pretty raw because I don't believe in perfection. I think that we should just come as we are and that's how I teach health and fitness. Anyway, you need to publish 21 episodes to be in the top 1% of the world's podcast. So you are essentially now listening to a top 1% podcast. Well, you were listening to it after episode 21, so I'm probably like top 0.01% now, which is... In fact, I'm going to go with that. You're now listening to a top 0.01% podcast. Yes, the stats made up, but who's going to check it? Um, If you've listened to episodes pre, like all that stuff, like obviously I am very, very grateful for the people who listen. I'm sure, no doubt, if I had like a production team in the background right now, they'd be cheering and they'd be, I don't know, throwing some sort of party. Uh, But I record episodes in my living room. So nobody's here and we're not having a party. But what we are going to do is... I was thinking about when I started the podcast, got, got a little bit sen- sentimental. That's the word, isn't it? Um, also, if you're new here, I will get a lot of the words wrong. Again, not perfectionist. This is how we roll. But it's getting a bit sentimental. So today's episode is going to be about everything I've learned since starting this podcast. Not everything, because I've learned quite a few things and I think we'd be here for a long time. But I started this podcast about two years ago and yeah, 100 episodes where we're going to take some of the biggest lessons that I've got. Now, I don't know whether to pause this or not, or whether I'm just going to walk around my living room while talking. Probably going to do that one. But there's a Coke Zero that I want to drink, and I don't know where I put it down. So we need to find it. <laughs> um, I put it on... I've got it. Sorry, everybody. I, it was on the sofa. Because you can't have the podcast without a drink of Coke Zero. Um, sorry, I'm now just moving around my living room. Again, if you're new here, this is this is how we run this podcast. So, Coke Zero in hand, and I'm going to give you five of the biggest lessons from 100 podcast episodes. Now, there's really funny stuff like, um, obviously, I, I'm self-employed, and over the last few years, I've begun to run a business, and there are so many things in life that translate so well to health and fitness. Going through the process of this podcast, uh, running a business, I'm sure obviously I've not experienced it, but the things that are required with starting a family or, you know, buying a house, moving to it, there's so many like processes that I think they don't just impact health and fitness. They don't just impact me having a podcast. They're things that maybe carry across to everyday life. So that's what I want these sort of lessons to be. So although these are lessons from 100 podcasts, I think these things that are quite applicable to health and fitness, I'm going to explain that now. So lesson number one, as he opens, is can of Coke Zero. <gasps> Shit, it nearly fizzed over the top. 
again, if you are new here, like literally none of the podcast is ever edited. Whatever you see, whatever you hear, like it, it was the first take. We, we don't fuck about on here. So I say we, it's only me. There will be guest episodes soon. Watch this space. Um, it's hard organizing guest episodes for a podcast. There's a lesson for you. But lesson number one. Hey, actually, this was quite well-timed. I actually didn't realize this was the first lesson. Perfection, rubbish. Perfection is rubbish. When I just said them, how I don't really edit the podcast now, it's because, like, I want this to be, and hopefully this is how it comes across for you. I just want this to be me and you having a chat, just you listening to me, talking about things that are hopefully useful to you. That's the same way that I try and make my content online. Uh, I'm not into it. Like some people try and speak or impress and use big words. That's never going to be me. And when I actually first started the podcast, first and foremost, I wasn't sure if I was ready to be to start a podcast. And secondly, and here you can actually go and do this because again, I've not I've never deleted an episode or anything. If you listen to probably the first maybe 10 or 15 episodes, I edited them so much. If there was too long a pause, I edited it. If I said, um, I edited it. If I mispronounced, <laughs> if I mispronounced, it pronounced, if I did that, I would have edited in the past. But nobody needs perfection and you don't need perfection. And so often people think that everything has to go completely smooth and that everything has to be this amazing, beautiful layout to make progress. And you do it with your health and fitness where you think you need this clear run or you think that everything has to be this beautiful, homely, organic diet. And yeah, that sounds lovely. And I've no doubt that that might make things easier. But is it realistic? No. So many people are afraid to start and afraid to maybe do something that scares them, maybe step inside a gym because they think that you need things to be perfect. You don't. And most of the time, if there's something like that, I actually had a conversation with somebody this week who was thinking about coaching and they said to me that, and maybe this person's listening to the podcast because um, they obviously follow me on social media. And if you do, hi, but they, they were thinking about coaching but they wanted to get a, a, a good level of fitness first, which I understand because funny enough, I actually, when I very first got a coach, I did exactly the same thing. I thought I should go to the gym for a little while on myself. And then once I was got confident, I should then get a coach. I remember one of my clients, Rob, who you've heard me talk about before, if you're listening, hi, Rob. Um, I know he did the same thing. I know that that's the thought process. But if you're thinking of doing something, just jump in and do it anyway. Like, obviously, coaching is an example. You get met where you're at. But whatever the thing is for you, whether it's going, for some people, it might be doing the first 5K. For you, it might be your first Brazilian jiu-jitsu class. It might be just going and lifting some weights for the first time. It might be signing up with a coach. It might be signing up for a um, event that you really wanted to do or whatever it might be. Stop expecting a time to be perfect and a time to be smooth. And go and do it. Like, oh, it's the biggest, like, best. You know what? Here's the thing as well. It might go tits up. It might be like some of my first podcast episodes where you overthink it and it actually turns out to be bang average. But if you don't know, you don't try. And if you're waiting for a perfect sort of run at things, it ain't going to happen. So lesson number one, perfection doesn't exist. Just do the thing anyway. Sorry, something just balls right up with the computer there which you actually wouldn't see but 
hey, it wouldn't be right if something didn't slightly balls up. Um, anyway, number two. Nobody else cares. And I think this is something that a lot of people can take into their fitness journey. Now, I know that throughout this, like, again, two years of doing this podcast, there has been multiple times where I've basically just had to take a little bit of a break from it, whether that's been due to time, due to other commitments with work, due to travel, um, due to, honestly, quite simply, not having an idea in my head for a podcast episode. And I'd really be like, oh my God, you've not put a podcast out for this week, or it's been 10 days since the last episode, and I would really overplay it. Nobody actually cares as much as I care. And the way that I see this with health and fitness is I think people place, in fact, I don't think, I know, people put an awful lot of pressure on themselves for external reasons. You do it for the whatever, the the party where you have to be in this dress, or you do it for what people might think, or you do it because you think that family members or friends will say something, and you put so much pressure on yourself that it becomes overwhelming. When nobody cares about these things as much as you. There is nothing wrong, by the way, like me caring about this podcast is because I want to do well. I want to have good episodes. I want to give good information. That's a good thing to care about. But it's also okay if like it's not at 100% perfect all the time. Nobody's going to get hurt because I don't put an episode out. And for you, if, and, and this might like sound like a weird thing for me to say around training, because of course I encourage you to train all the time. But you know, you might miss a training session and you'll put an awful lot of like blame on yourself and think that whether you're you're letting someone down. I say this client, sometimes a client will miss a training session. They'll say to me like, oh, I felt like I let you down. Like, you, you've not let me down. Like, it's okay that these things happen. And a lot of the time you, people place a lot of external pressure on themselves that doesn't actually exist. So you've created it yourself. Nobody else will care as much as you care for yourself, which again, it's a good thing, but just understanding that I think is really important. Number three, by the way, none of these are in a particular order. It was a notes on my iPhone is is where these are written down. That's actually how I say I plan podcasts. I don't necessarily plan. I have a topic and about four bullet points, Um, but they were always in the notes on my iPhone. My notes, honestly, the notes section on my iPhone is carnage. Is anyone else's like this, by the way? It's carnage. There is ideas for work, there is workouts, there is messages I need to send to people, there is little random reminders, there's stuff that I want to do for my fantasy football team, there's meal ideas, there's links that I've saved of songs on YouTube, my notes section, absolutely batshit crazy mate, hopefully it's not just mine. Anyway, that was a little tangent that we didn't need, but we probably wanted to hear. Number three, you're going to be shit at it, whatever it is, I, I don't care what it is, Wherever you're going to start, you're going to be shit. I know, I know, I know. Um, But I'm talking more specifically about imposter syndrome. Something I've experienced, something I'm sure you've experienced, something that 99% of people have probably experienced. And one of the best things I've ever heard about imposter syndrome is the people who don't feel imposter syndrome are the people who should probably have it the most. Those of you that feel imposter syndrome, you have it because you care. And when somebody said that to me, I think it was on, maybe I heard that. It sounds very podcasty that, doesn't it? Sounds very podcast. Oh, I sort of hate myself now. I've said that. Oh, sorry. But it's also quite good advice. I must have heard it on a podcast somewhere. Um, God, a hundred episodes, and I've turned into a fucking David Goggins. Um, I can't even remember what I was talking about. 
I can't remember what I was talking about. Welcome to the podcast. If you're new here, this is what happens regularly. Um, imposter syndrome. When you start something, you're going to be shit for the first time. Whether that's whatever um, gym class, whether it's training, whether it's trying to diet, whether it's um, a business, whether it's learning how to do something, editing a video, recording a podcast. The first one is never going to be great. In fact, at the start, it's going to be shit, like quite literally shit. I I always laugh. So I have saved the very, very first post I put out on Instagram, and that would have been over four years ago. And it's this terrible graphic of free thing. Like the advice actually is still pretty sound. Um, it's not pretty sound. It's actually class. Um, but it's this terrible picture graphic thing. And it was like basically Microsoft paint job. And I'd got Canva, but at the time I was so skint that I couldn't afford the, I think it's £10 a month for Canva, but I couldn't afford it. And so on the Canva picture, it's got like a picture of a gym bag, but the Canva watermark is still on the the on the on picture because I couldn't afford to pay Canva to have the watermark taken off. So um, <laughs> yeah, my first Instagram post, shit. First workout, shit. And these are going to be the same for you. I think a lot of the time, like this is the thing, a lot of time people will avoid going to the gym for the first time or whether, I don't know, trying to cook healthy for the first time or go for like happens all the time in run, go for a run for the first time or I, I don't care what it is, but you avoid doing it because you think you're not going to be very good at it. Well, guess what? You're not going to be very good at it. Like guaranteed you're not. But if you keep avoiding it, it's only going to be harder and harder to do. So really it doesn't make any logical sense to continue to avoid it, does it? Imposter syndrome is going to be there. You are going to feel shit. You, in fact, not feel shit. You're going to be shit at the start. But it's only ever going to get easier once you start. If you don't, it's just going to get harder and harder. And then you either avoid doing the thing, which actually I think often makes people feel worse because then it's in your mind. It's like, I should have done that. I should have done that. I should have done that. Or you go, you accept it's going to be difficult, but you do it anyway. Number four, one second. Again, I'm just going to have to do a little bit of moving around my living room. Um, I'm trying to record this episode on a camera and it's 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 a lot more difficult than I would have expected it to be. Uh, I'm not great with technology. Number four. Now, I am going to go full PT mode on you here and I'm going to use my absolute favourite world, world. I'm going to use my absolute favourite word in the world as a personal trainer. And I know it's really cliche, but I don't care. Lesson number four. Nothing will ever do out a hundred episodes and I've lost the ability to speak. Nothing will ever outdo consistency. I know cliche is anything. I should put that on a picture of a lion for motivational speeches. But consistency is so like you, you if you if you have consistency, I'm gonna to explain to you in a second what consistency is. If you have consistency. For, with the actions that you need for any goal that you have, I guarantee you'll achieve it. No matter how difficult it feels, no matter how often it feels like you're having a day where you're not making progress. I know um, I go on about it all the time, but it wouldn't be the 100th episode of the podcast without me mentioning jiu-jitsu. I have weeks at a time with jiu-jitsu where I just think I'm not improving at all. Then I have a week like the week that I've just had where um, with jiu-jitsu and I felt amazing with it this week I felt like I really have clicked with things I'm doing the right moves I'm I'm winning rounds that I'm fighting people in I'm feeling really good with it 
The only reason I felt this week is because of being consistent in the weeks where I really wasn't sure that I was making any progress. It's not because I've been, it's not because I've trained better this week. It's because I trained consistently when it was shit, when I felt shit, when I wasn't sure if I was doing the right things. And this is what happens with diet and with training. You're going to go through periods of time where you might not be making, like not even feel like you're making progress. You genuinely might not be making progress. That's okay, by the way. It's good to have those periods. It's normal. You cannot progress all the time. And I'm going to explain this in a way that I say to all my clients, right? I want you to today, you don't actually have to do this. This is a analogy. I want you to go and run 100 meters, okay? Run 100 meters. Every single day, I then want you to run 100 meters. And every single day for the rest of your life, improve. You couldn't physically do that. It would not happen. If it did, you would be facing Usain Bolt or whoever in the Olympics. You cannot expect to consistently improve. Some people, we have um, sort of thresholds with these sort of things. Thresholds, not just physically, but obviously mentally, the things that our lifestyles are going to allow for. So you are going to go through periods where improvement doesn't happen, but you sort of maintain progress. You maintain a position in the gym. You maintain uh, a body weight or body composition you're happy with it's not always got to be about progress however when you do want to go through those periods of progressing and getting further along it's only it's not just the period where you're making progress that's the difference but it's the periods in between where you remain consistent no matter what that make the difference i always say to people with consistency you know how I talk about the 80-20 rule with nutrition, where 80% of your diet is single ingredient foods, whole grain foods, foods like fruits, veggies, protein, all that jazz. 20% of your diet is a little bit more relaxed, right? Workout consistency the same. So, in fact, let's do a little bit of maths. If we're talking about our nutrition or our diet, 365 days in the year, if we were to be consistent, oh my God, I've got the wrong sum. If we were to be consistent for 80% of the year, that would mean that we were bang on it with our nutrition for 292 days of the year, with the rest of the year being a little bit more flexible. That's consistency. 292 sounds like a lot, doesn't it? That's, let's do another one. Um, let's say you have 30 gym sessions, to, uh, 36, we'll say that you train three times a week. 36 gym sessions over 12 weeks. That would mean consistency would be you doing 29 of those sessions. I actually think we need to be doing more of those, but either way, you understand my point. It's 80% or above. That's what consistency is. That's what gets results. Nothing will ever outdo that. I'm a re like a really firm believer in that. You can be really on it and do amazing for a few weeks, but then if you drop off completely, you're not going to see progress. I hammer it into my clients all the time. I've hammered it on this podcast for a hundred episodes now. Nothing will ever outdo consistency is our fourth lesson. And that's the thing with this podcast. One day I'm going to be bigger than Joe Rogan. You heard it here first. Why? Because I'm consistent. Maybe not, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Joe, I'm on my way, pal. I'm coming for you. Um, number five. Fear of failure is not a good reason to not start. In fact, it's a terrible one. Again, I genuinely, when I started this, I thought it could fall flat on its arse and nobody would listen. 
even now, I'm not going to dress it up and pretend like obviously I'm taking the piss with Joe Rogan. I don't have thousands of listeners to this podcast. But you know, the only way I guarantee I never get another listener is if I just stop because I'm worried that it's going to fail. If I stop because I think it's not working. Fear of failure will never, ever be a good enough reason to not start. Here's the beauty. You're going to fail. What What are you on about, Andy? You're going to fail along the way. The only way that you can guarantee that it's not quote-unquote like ultimate failure where just you never achieve your results sorry, is if you completely stop. That's the only thing that you can do. Completely stop trying is how you actually fail. But along the way, you're going to have setbacks. You're going to have moments where you think, fuck, this has gone wrong. You're going to have, again, like I said, things are going to go shit sometimes. A bad gym session, um, you know, a meal out, whatever. You're going to have those moments. You're going to have those bumps. You're going to have those hiccups. So if you're worried about them, if you're like, oh, I can't start because this is going to happen. Well, let's just remove that as a barrier because yes, you're right. It will happen. It happens to everybody. Again, to go back to the analogy that I had with jiu-jitsu, the last few weeks, I've failed miserably until this week. I've had some really, really bad sessions. But if I just completely stopped because of those bad sessions, I would never have had, had the week where I've just had where actually I felt great. Being scared of doing something. Again, I, I really like, there's a quote, I'm going to butcher it, um, but there's a quote about the result that you want is in the work that you're avoiding. I think that was Stephen Bartlett who said that. God, that's another podcast quote. I'm so sorry. Um, now we're 100 episodes in. It's actually a really cliche podcast now. No, joking. Um, but it's also true. For most people, like, here's, here's a, a fitness analogy. Most people who want to, like, get shredded or fat loss or whatever, it's the weekends that hold you back, right? It's the weekends that hold you back. And people don't accept that. People want to be like, oh, is it because I'm not going keto? Is it, do I need to drop my calories further? Need, no, 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 no. You probably need to change your approach to weekends. But that's the work that they'll avoid doing, even though it's the thing that's going to have the biggest impact. I know you're scared of failing. I know that there can be times that are, that are going to be mentally challenging along the way with whatever your fitness goal is, by the way, whether that's to run your first ever 5K, whether it's to run a full marathon, whether it's to compete in jiu-jitsu, whether it's just to lose a few kilos, whatever it's going to be, there's going to be setbacks. There's going to be things that you find difficult. There's going to be things that you find hard. But if you completely avoid it because you're scared of failing, well, that's a guaranteed way to just not make any progress at all. So, I will leave it there. Thank you, as ever, for listening to this. Felt like it was very, um, for a 100th episode, it was very, what's the word? Jumpy. I was between the points. I suppose the five points all sort of inter, interlinked to an extent. So, as ever, I hope you found the podcast useful. Please do share it. Let people know. See you on the next episode. Guests will be coming soon. I promise you that I, I have six people lined up. They're coming soon. Leave it with me. God bless. See you on the next episode.